up, Orfam? You know what time it is. And today we've got a Valentine's special. Let's, Let's get, get into this. Whoa. <laughs> 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 Deep down inside. Damn. Woo. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a love day. Love. It's, <laughs> it's the love special. Woo. <laughs> it's love day. Deep the love part. Let me get in that love. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. Oh, it's, it's late at night. We're a little loopy. What's up, Horror Fam? Welcome to this very... Special VD edition of the War Chronicles podcast. The podcast that gives you, gives you the gift that keeps on giving. Keep that chip forever like luggage. Yeah. Uh, guys. Hey, on a serious note, though, I want to wish my wife a happy Valentine's Day. Yes, happy Valentine's Yay. Day, love loved you, ones. We love you, too. <laughs> How can I love you if you won't lie down? Yes. Oh, I like it. Look at that. Oh, creepy. Now we're in the dark. Yeah. Dude, that's super creepy. All right, JT's going to have to run. Don't run, JT. <laughs> Don't run. Oh, and they're back. <laughs> Technical difficulties, guys. Let's not worry about it. They're the poop lights. Say <laughs> so poop, they come back on. Uh, shit. All right. <laughs> Literally. And we're back. Like light the light. The clapper. <laughs> Not the clap. <laughs> Not TV Mr. Talking a VD special. Exactly. And by VD, we mean Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day out there, horror fam. To all you lover birds out there. And as you know, all you horror lovers out there, happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. And as you know, you're listening to the Horror Chronicles podcast. And I'm your host, Ryan. And with me, as always, are my two lovely co hosts. To my left, my favorite person. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You look at yourself. Yeah, that guy right there. JT's into his ass. What's house. up, everybody? On to my left or, or my right. Your other left. Holy shit. <laughs> it's 930 at night, guys. I'm tired. Anyway, to my right is our very own mistress of the macabre. What's up, guys? Reason. <laughs> Giving out them VD vibes. Woo! We're just all here sharing the love. Share it, guys. Keep on spreading it. Anyways, guys, we got a Valentine's Day special. You know, it's that time of the year where you're buying flowers and freaking candies and all kinds yeah. of drugs. I mean, um, hugs. <laughs> hugs. That's what I meant. Hugs. Hugs, not drugs, guys. Hugs, not drugs. <laughs> Anyways, so we're going to have a little bit of the history of Valentine's Day. Yeah, we're going to put our own creepy little spin on Yeah, that. and we're going to get in some cool, creepy stories for you guys. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. Let's pop this shit off with some history from our mistress of the macabre. Here we go, guys. It starts with <laughs> speculations and absum- uh, assumptions. Ooh. Ooh assumptions. Okay. Like assumptions. Hey, you know when you assume you make an ass out of you and me? And we all love ass. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we and do. We all love me. <laughs> That's what I meant. Me, me, me. Like I said, we love an ass. But it, it, it's kind of... <laughs> anyway. Holy shit. Let's let Breezy get into this. It's, it's kind of hard to yes. find out the perce- precise origins to the holiday... But um, we're left with the best guesses as to what pagan rituals might have started the tradition, and which saint, and which saints. Oh Jesus! Sorry, guys. You're good, girl. Okay. We're having some technical difficulties. So the lights much, keep flashing off and on. <laughs> pretty much, it it was a, a Roman fest a festival called the Lupers uh, Lupercalia. 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 Yeah. You know, most people think of flickering lights, and they're like, yeah, whatever. You know, when I see <laughs> flickering lights, I think ghost and shit. Yeah, so like, Jesus, <laughs> it's yeah. been crazy around here. Yeah. Anywho. I did, I did bring home that box. So. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. We forgot about that. <laughs> well, that's all right. Lupercalia. There we go. Lupercalia. Um, it was a festival that was from February 13th to the 15th. Uh, the Romans threw uh, lavish a uh, fertile celebration Ooh. to fertile the women. Yeah, we like fertilizing the women. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy is uh, the festivities began when uh, an order of Roman priests, they call them the Luperci, 
uh, gathered in a sacred cave and sacrificed one goat and a dog. <laughs> the goat was sacrificed Not my goat. for fertility, and the dog was sacrificed <laughs> for purification. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking goat and fertility. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Hey, buddy. Uh, you mean tell me that that's goat? what they believe? You mean tell me you don't look at a goat and be like, damn, that's fucking fertile ass goat. <laughs> Who knows? Damn goat, you sure got a pretty mouth. Damn, you're fertile. Jesus. So then the dogs were were sacrificed for purity? Purification. Purification. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. So what these priests would do is they would cut the goat hide into strips, dip the strips and sacrificial blood and head out to the streets of Rome and start slapping any women or <laughs> crops they found with the blood-soaked strips. Like, this, this is, is for real. Fucking party this time. This is a festival this is, this that priests would shit. do. This What's is, really weird is you're talking about the go- goats are symbolizing purity, and now we're stripping. Hey, man. Pretty much. <laughs> so, you know. It sounds like a Saturday night at Fuck Tater Patch to me. <laughs> Welcome to Rolla. <laughs> My wife wants lunch from there tomorrow. Oh, it's got good hey, food. Good food. Good food. Ask good food. Got any goats. You all got any fertile goat? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just here for the slap in the ass. Yeah, I'm just here for that fucking fertile slap on my ass. <laughs> I'm next. but unlike unlike the locker room towel snaps women in rome welcomed their hides because it was believed to make them more fertile Ooh, yeah sounds like my type of party (laughs) it's pretty crazy though i mean they really did this it's 50 shades of gray from the fucking 1500s (laughs) no this wasn't even the 1500s no this was like way the 400s. Back. Yeah, way see, back. they knew how to party back then too. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Boom! All right. I'm your goat. I'm your goat. All right, and then we get into Saint Valentine's Day. Okay. Ooh. The Catholic Church recognizes at least three different saints named Valentine and Valentinus. And all three of them were allegedly martyred on or around February 14th. The most likely namesake of the holiday was a priest during the regime of Emperor Claudius II. Sweet. Hell yeah. Nothing like a little blood. Getting into some dark history here. Yeah. (laughs) See, that's the cool thing about it is, is that, you know, almost everything has somewhat of a dark. Some dark happened in the past with all these holidays. Every one of them. Um, Absolutely. Before you run too far, though, let's talk about this Lupercalia. This this Lupercalia, the dates that this ran every year, it was an annual festival that ran from the 13th to the 15th Mm -hmm. of February. Did you say that? Yeah. Okay. You weren't paying attention to her. Yeah, you were too much laughing, man. Like, (laughs) asshole. Jesus. Never mind. We're moving on. <laughs> fucking looper bitch. Fucking, you're a chupacabra. <laughs> I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, the emperor believed that single men, uh, single men made better soldiers. Therefore, he decided to make it illegal for young people to get married. Dick. So Valentine uh, wasn't a fan. On one hand, he didn't believe that a person has the right, uh, person's right to marry should be denied by the government. But on the other hand, he realized that Christians marrying other Christians during this time would, uh, Christians were being prosecuted at that time, would be really good for the church. <clears throat> Anyway, as an act of rebellion, Valentina, Valentine married uh, people in secret. When Claudius II found out, he had him imprisoned. What's crazy, though, is during this time and when he was imprisoned, uh, Valentine developed feelings for uh, 
one of the jailer's daughters. And eventually, Valentine was sentenced to a three-part execution. His punishment included being beaten, stoned, and then decapitated. He signed his final letter to his loved one from your Valentine. Thus, this began a a centuries-long tradition. Sweet. I wouldn't mind getting stoned. Yeah, I can beat while I'm stoned. <laughs> so that's cool. So Keep that's where I do. Yeah. I that's the whole point of me beating myself. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got to have love. And then I had one more, one more thing that I found uh, on February fourteen, uh, fifteen thirty seven. Uh, King Henry the Eighth declared Valentine's Day an official holiday. However, this brings us to one of the most ironic and creepy facts about Valentine's Day. Henry VIII was famous for having many wives and then killing them when they didn't give him a son. So it's and that's crazy. That's where the term "off with her head" came from. Pretty much, but it's crazy the simple fact that the king Henry VIII, that pretty much made Valentine's Day a holiday, <laughs> ended up pretty much murdering all his Hell wives yeah. because well, they couldn't produce a son. Well, you know what they say. What do you tell a woman with two black eyes? Uh, Nothing. You already told her twice. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Let's see. There's going to be a big edit about 11 minutes in. You better not edit that um, out. That's a fucking good wow. one. Wow. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> that's very lovely. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's pretty cool, though, that uh, that's how basically Valentine's cards started. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, back in the old times, they, you know, of course, you didn't have Hallmark greetings or whatever. Nope. Uh, everybody used to handwrite these poems to their loved ones or whatever. And they claim that that started in England uh, during the time of Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was, you know, he was writing these, you know, all these stories and these love letters and stuff, and trying to get laid. You know, and it kind of, kind of <laughs> snowballed into, you know, the Western philosophy of the romance era, the romantic uh, mm, gesture. Yeah. So all these people were handwriting these when love men were notes. really men. Yeah, and, can I sniff uh, your feet? Then it turned into. Uh, Turned into what we have, you know, greeting cards. And now you buy them for your fucking five-year-old in kindergarten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, you know, it's it's kind of funny. Do you guys remember when you were kids, like being in school? Oh yeah. You'd make the little mailbox. Make your box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. put your, you know, and you'd give Valentines out to, you know, everybody. Well, yeah. I always tried to give them to everybody. I always felt oh, yeah. bad if there was a kid left out, you know. So, I mean, I'd usually give them the ones that sucked. But, you know. <laughs> I would just take and, everybody else's. And, uh, you know. But, you know, I, we don't really have. Well, I don't know. See, I don't have kids. You guys do. Yours aren't old enough to be in school. My boy is. They, they, but do they still do that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they still do it. It's. It's not as big of a thing as it. I don't think it's as big of a thing as it was when we were in school. I think school. it's more commercialized. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, my son's still like, <laughs> we didn't even know they were having a Valentine's Day party. And then the day of, they're like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to make a box. I'm like, oh, well, thanks for letting us know. <laughs> wrap, a, wrap a shoe box in aluminum foil there and stick go. a heart on it. I tell them, to shove, tell them to shove it in your pants. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Right in Here's your, your VD special. It's my VD. It's my VD special. I got, I got VD at my school. I'm a special boy. <laughs> it's VD day, guys. <laughs> hey, boy, get your sexy VD over here. Let me, <laughs> let me see what you got. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> get your sexy space uh, ass over here. Never mind. I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, this is what happens. Yeah, hey, yeah. this is so, what happens at this, the horror podcast. This is Chronicles what we do. Podcast. So, <laughs> all right. So, I got a I got a good question here. Yeah, good question. Why Pop it. Cupid? Why is Cupid involved with this holiday? Do you know? Because he likes to shoot people with arrows in the ass and make them love people. Well, I'm gonna tell you. Because Ryan likes to shoot people in the ass with his arrow. Yes, I do. <laughs> sexy time. Um, Everybody loves sexy time. So, what? 
So, uh, Cupid is considered to be the Roman god of love. Uh, According to myth, Cupid was the son of Mercury, which Mercury was the winged messenger Mm -hmm. of the Romans, Uh, and, and the goddess Venus, who was the goddess of love, claimed that they are Cupid's parents. So... You know, Cupid carries around his little bow and arrow, you know, and his little quiver of arrows and stuff, you know, and he shoots people, and you're supposed to fall in love. Fuck yeah. Well, it was claimed that the wounds from his arrows inspired love or passion in his victims. What was interesting about this is sometimes, sometimes Cupid is depicted as wearing armor. So Cupid typically looks like a baby. Wearing uh-huh. wings. Yeah. Okay. But there are times when he is depicted as wearing armor, like a soldier or the Greek god of war. So perhaps this is to suggest a parallel between romance and warfare. Fuck yeah, she's kind of my house. Love and hate. Or it could possibly be to symbolize. The invincibility of love. Ooh, nice. I like it. Kind of interesting. You always wonder why, why Cupid. You know, you hear about you hear about Saint Valentine and the Feast of Valentine and all that stuff, but Cupid's always depicted on cards and in advertisements and all this other stuff. But they never really tell you why. Well, they claim it's because his parents. Yeah pushed him out there to make people fall in love with each other. Huh. Mm, so, so they're baiting people with a kid. They are. They are. <laughs> so. kiss the old ba- I think I'm pregnant. <laughs> I say cancer. <laughs> it's the one thing I didn't want to really talk about this while you were telling the story. Yeah. But it, this really reminded me of some of the other episodes we've had. Our Halloween episode. Our Christmas episode. This holiday was really derived from old pagan Roman yep. beliefs. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, so what has happened is, is the Christian Church has looked at these and said, "Okay, so these Romans have these pagan beliefs. Let's see if we can turn that around and use them for ourselves." Yeah, you know, to try and, you know, I don't know, maybe get society to walk the straight and narrow or whatever. Yeah, better itself. You know. Sacrifice goat and dog. <laughs> yeah. I man. Start to slap I man. Oh, let's let's shoot that goat in the ass I with man. arrow from Cupid. I'm gonna shoot this goat <laughs> in the ass, man. And, I'm gonna fuck uh, kill this dog. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Hey <laughs> man, but yeah, leave it, my it's goat alone. Cool <laughs> it I'm is a cool slap story. Slap my that, meat on you know, her you, ass. You really <laughs> when you think about Valentine's Day, you don't think about all the the crazy stuff that happened back well, and it's know, when it was it, actually yeah. invented. Because it was so commercialized, uh, I saw a, saw a stat that the, the first actual greeting card for, for uh, Valentine's Day came out in 1913, was when they started the mass production of actual, you know, Hallmark, yeah. you know, memories or whatever. Uh, there was another thing about the first... Uh, Hall or Halloween? Sorry, the first Valentine's candy came out in 1868. Yeah, it looked like goat turds. <laughs> it was, uh, I think, it was from this. Uh, oh my god, Hummel! I think was the name of the. Hummel, say what? Whatever. Hummel. Yeah. Hummer. Speaker says Hummer? what? Hummer. Hummer. Yes. Oh, we're talking about Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There, there's a lot of interesting You're lucky. Stuff. I'm lucky. We're all lucky. Uh, no, that's a uh, yeah. Well, what I was gonna say about paganism is that like, um, that's like for me, I used to be super religious, and now I'm really not. I believe more in Mother Nature, and there's something higher out there. Don't know what it is. So you know, paganism's been around longer than all of it. You know, than Christianity and all that stuff. Like, and that's where a lot of their stuff comes from. And, I mean, in today's society, I guess whatever makes you a better person and makes you not a piece of shit in life, then follow that. But, like, just know that there is there's an aspect to it that comes from paganism. You know? I mean, it's 
it's been around longer. That's where I got it all from. It's where I guess you would say it's derived from. Yeah, there's just too many things that are interlocked that's for you not to know. And that's a big thing I think yeah. about, about it is is that uh, <laughs> it's crazy because it, it's kind of like how we talk about Halloween. Halloween's supposed to be like a creepy, scary time, but for us, it's like a fucking amazing time. Yeah. So there's always something behind it. Yeah. A good can be a bad, and you know, bad can be a good. I just put a post up that I wish it would warm up because I need to start working on Halloween stuff. I'm running out of time. <laughs> hey, that's great. I like Bree's post she just put up. <laughs> I haven't posted yet, but oh, you didn't post it yet? not yet, but I'm gonna soon. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it when you post it like that. Oh, <laughs> yes. Anyways, so now uh, something we're gonna get into, which is cool concept that JT had, uh, is like Just some. An idea. Well, it's an awesome idea. Yeah, because it makes sense. A lot of love stories, since this is the Valentine's Day special. And we're talking about love and stuff like that. Love. A lot of the stories about the love. love shack, yeah. Shut up, JT. It's back. <laughs> you can't tell me to shut up. I got to read all this shit. Oh, yeah, Get I know. It, boy. But it, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, damn it. Damn it, motherfucker. Mother I'm trying fucker. to fucking help you, motherfucker. I'm trying to set you up, motherfucker. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah, everybody knows that when there's a love story, there's usually sometimes a not so happy ending to them, yeah. you know, or a not so happy reason why the story became popular. Yeah. Uh, so JT's gonna tell us some scary love stories. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, like Ryan said, sometimes in love stories, it's not all you know. It's not all hand jobs and. <laughs> <laughs> And titty twisting. It's, uh, I wish. You know, sometimes there's some tragedy behind it there. Yeah, you know, there's always a tragedy. It, uh, Usually happens about know, nine there, months later. There are, t- <laughs> <laughs> there are a ton of stories out there, but I just kind of touched myself with a few of them. Yeah, you did. Uh, when I no, think about I just, it, you I just kind of, me. I just kind of pulled daddy. out a few that I just wanted to wanted to quickly mention. Creature of the I'm getting night. serenaded here. Okay, I'm done. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, if you can't tell, we really love each other. We do. That's why we're doing this. If you episode. can see what we're doing right now, you'd really tell we're loving each other. <laughs> Get that out of there. Ryan, it's a little farther to the right. <laughs> that's my belly button. <laughs> now that's my mud hole. Breezy likes it. <laughs> That's my mud hole. <laughs> anyway, All right, go so ahead, we're, we're going to get into uh, get into a few creepy stories that I pulled out of the archives here about you know love and relationships and tragedy that occurs and you know some eh, we're just going to roll with it and see what happens here. Hell yeah! So uh, the first one I want to talk talk about is if if you guys are into the paranormal and ghost stories like we are, you have probably at some point heard of the Hotel Del Coronado in San Diego, California. Hell yeah. Uh, Hotel Del Coronado um, is, you know, this really elaborate, pompous hotel. You know, I mean, it's a really nice place. So what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about the story of Kate Morgan. Uh, Kate Morgan was a 24-year-old woman that arrived in San Diego alone on a train, okay? She was uh, not very happy when she got there. She was just kind of depressed or whatever. So she checked into the Hotel Del Coronado. Uh, witnesses claim that when she was on the train that she had argued with a man and then they had kind of separated on the train. Well, by the time she got to San Diego, she was alone. She checks into this hotel. She checked into a room on the third floor. And after five days, Kate decided to take her own life inside this room. So the story behind it was is when the police started investigating this, they had no idea who this woman was because there wasn't very much information about her. Yeah. All they had was this woman had signed into the hotel. Uh, they 
called her the beautiful stranger. And there's actually a book written about her called the beautiful stranger. Yeah. Um, and no, we're not talking about when you sit on your hand and rub one out. <laughs> See, that's what I call my Damn left. Hand. I call my left hand the beautiful stranger. So the <laughs> story night. goes that after she checked into the hotel one day, she decided to go into town and go shopping. She went shopping and she bought herself a gun. She went back to the hotel, went up to her room, and killed herself. Nobody knows who the man was, but it's suspected that she did this out of, you know, depression. Of grief. Just, you know, grief. Yeah. Grief. Great, great word. So. Yay. Heartache, for sure. After all of this happened... They started noticing some weird things going on in the hotel. So the haunting behind this is, so Kate's original room was one of the third floor guest rooms. And some of the guests that have stayed there have have really seen some strange things from flickering lights, which we had well ago. <laughs> yes. uh, the TV turns on and off by itself. There's strange breezes coming from nowhere. Uh there's just strange scents and sounds and oops, excuse me, in I the quit. room. <laughs> Items moving uh, by themselves, doors opening and closing by themselves. Uh, there's been abrupt changes in temperature within the room, uh, all kinds of crazy stuff. And then they're also hearing footsteps and voices. Dude. So. If you are ever in the area, if we are ever in the area, we are going to try and figure out which room she was in, and we're oh, going to go there. hell yeah. Uh, because I really want to experience this. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's a tragic story. You know, nobody wants to hear about suicide. No. Uh, we're going to talk about some more suicides later, because I'm going to talk about my box over there. Hey, yeah. you oh. fucking, yeah, your box, your box is a I'll suicide. I'll talk about your box on I. My box is pretty cool. Everybody saw my box when they walked in the door and I talked like, about how cool it was. damn, it's awesome. a nice box. <laughs> I want to touch your box. Yeah. Can I put something yeah, in your box? Yeah. <laughs> so, Kate Morgan, tragic story. So, anything you guys want to add about uh To your box? We're not putting nothing in my box. Oh, I think it's sacred. Well, it's time to put something in that box. <laughs> Whoop. I We're just a so and perverted. I don't I'm sorry, guys. But, oh, you're fine. You're fine. Okay, so now we're going to get into another story. Uh, this story is, uh, it was titled The Bloody Bridge. Uh, this was from St. Mary's, Ohio. Get off there, Bree. Uh so St. Mary's, Ohio has a lot of what they call canals. It's, you know, small waterways that run through the town and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> well, what was weird back then, they would transport goods through these canals where there were spots in the canals where they really couldn't, you know, row a boat or make the, the ship move on its own. So what they would do is they would tie ropes to these, to these ships or these boats, these larger boats, and they they would uh, tie ropes to them, and then they would have mules that walked beside the canal on a path, and they would pull the boats down the canal. Yeah. So you would have you would have one guy in the in the boat as the driver. Yeah. And then you would have another guy on on, on shore leading the mules. Okay. So this story is about Jack Billings, who was the driver of the boat. The man that was leading the mules, his name was William Jones. Both of these men ended up falling in love with the same woman. And her name was Meanie Warren. There was, there was a night where Jack Billings had decided to go out to dinner and dancing with Minnie Warren. So as Jack and Minnie are walking back, they're walking down the path beside the canal. They stop at this bridge, and they're talking, and they decide to kiss each other. Yeah. What they didn't know was William was, watching. was hiding oh. in the darkness. William came out of the darkness with an axe I thought that was hot. and killed Jack. Jealous rage, man. Killed him, in, killed him in a single blow. Jesus. Minnie was so scared that she fell, fell backwards off the back of the bridge oh, wow. into the canal and died instantly. 
That's a tragedy. That is a tragic story. The creepy part about the story is, is there are, so the old bridge has been torn down. It's been replaced by a new bridge. And it, it has been re- reported that if you go to this bridge and you look over the edge, you can see Minnie's face staring back up at you out of the water. <laughs> very, very creepy. That'd be cool as hell, dude. For real, hell yeah, that'd be awesome. So, especially if it was like floating, like up yeah, underneath yeah. the fucking, uh, yeah. just so, staring at you, know, you. Think about you know you're out there late at night and you look over the edge of the bridge and you see this woman staring up at you. She's like, look you behind know. you. Dude, that'd be creepy ass. Yeah. Fuck. Gosh. So. We're going to move on to another story, but it, it has to do with another bridge. This is Emily's bridge. This is from Vermont. Yeah. So Emily had fallen in love with a man, and he was supposed to meet her that night on the bridge. Yeah. And the guy never showed up. Dick. So she was all distraught, upset, decided to take her own life. She hung herself from the rafter of the bridge. Of course, she died. Yeah. The ma'am, there's really not much to know about the ma'am. We never really hear who he was. But the crazy stuff about about this story is is after it happened, the the visitors that, that visit this bridge claim that if you go there at night, You'll get you'll you'll sometimes end up with scratch marks on your car, Dude. scratch marks on your own body. Okay, you'll hear strange noises like footsteps, a rope being pulled really tight, like somebody hanging themselves. Yeah. Cool. Um, and you'll hear a girl screams. Oh, I think so. Just think, just walking in the middle of the night, and all of a sudden you hear from a yeah. rope, and then. A, a woman terrifying scream. scream. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh God. That'd be cool as shit. It is claimed that if you park on this bridge <clears> at <throat> night, you will hear banging on the roof of your car, and sometimes you will hear what sounds like feet scraping the top of the roof oh, of your car. Oh man. Yeah. That's freaking Pretty awesome. Creepy. That'd be cool, dude. Pretty creepy. I'm ready to see some of that shit. Yeah. Yes. So. On the other page, I wrote down, remember the story of Carl Pruitt that we talked about? Uh, the grave of Carl Pruitt? Carl Pruitt came home from work and caught his wife in bed with another man. Well, he ended up in a blind rage. Yeah. He picked up a chain and he beat his wife to death with this chain. Damn! Jeez, shouty. The man escaped. Oh, fuck. Carl Pruitt was so devastated by what he had done that he ended up killing himself. So the families decided, this woman's family decided they didn't want Carl Pruitt being buried with his wife. Yeah. So they buried him in a cemetery across town. What's weird about his story is is sometimes uh, if you go out there at night, there is a stain on his tombstone that looks like links of a chain and the grass on the ground by his tombstone will will die in circle pattern. Oh, like wow. Well, that story gets really crazy and we're not going to get into the whole thing because there are stories about kids uh, show up at his grave and started throwing rocks at it. Yeah. And this one kid threw a rock at the grave and a, and a chunk of the tombstone broke off. This kid got on his bike and on the way home had an accident and was beheaded by a, a cable going across the road. Oh, oh shit. wow. Uh, there was another story about some cops that had went out there to stop some people from having a, you know, Say a, yeah, from doing yeah. some damage. Yeah. And one of the cops, being a smart ass, took a shot at the tombstone. He ended up dying on the way home, too. Oh, wow. So let's curse Carl Pruitt. That was an old story. We told that on an episode, a prior episode. It's actually in Kentucky. If we ever get down and, like, maybe we can go down and visit Jerry and Tracy, we'll try and go over there and see if we Dude, can find it. that would be freaking it, awesome. It'd be really cool. 
Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, so, that would be awesome. Yeah, anyway, I wasn't really going to get that much into Carl Pruitt. I just kind of wanted to mention him because I thought that was that was another one of those oh, tragic, absolutely. you know, killed his yeah. wife things, you know. Beat um, with a fucking chain. Jesus. So this last story I want to talk about is a, another girl named Minnie, and yeah. her name was Minnie Quay, and this was from Michigan. Uh, so this this Minnie, Minnie Quay, uh, her family was very influential in town, and she fell in love with a sailor. And her parents absolutely forbid them to be together. Just did not want anything to do with it. Wouldn't let her see him. Wouldn't let him see her. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, anyway, the sailor went out to sea to, you know, for work. Well, word came back that his ship had sank. So, many, of course, was distraught. Weeks later, she was babysitting her little brother. And... She left the house, and there's a story about her. Uh, she's, she walks past the church, and several of the people in the church saw her walk by, and they waved at her, and she waved back. Well, she walked to the lake and just walked right into it as they all stood there and watched her do it. Of course, she died. She died in Lake Huron, okay? So the story behind her is if... If you go there at night, sometimes you can see her ghost still walking the beach, waiting for her love to come back. And there is a story about she may also lead young women to the lake and eventually to their death. Oh, wow. That's crazy. That kind of reminds me of, it's been a long time since I've seen the story because it was on Unsolved Mysteries, actually. And I think I talked about it before way, way earlier in our first episode of the podcast, but uh, the 10 foot woman. Do you, do you remember that? Huh? <clears throat> like, uh, like 10 foot tall? Yeah, there okay. was this, there was a story. Damn, that bitch was tall. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big bitch. <laughs> what a big rhyme. <laughs> Keep it in the circus. You remember that off of, uh, what is that, uh, Juice Bigelow, Mel Jigelow? Yeah, that's a good one. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> the only thing I remember about that is fishy, fishy, fishy. Yeah. Fishy, fishy. Uh, no, but there's a story on Unsolved Mysteries, and I'm just catching a glimpse of it in my head because I was so young. But um, it was a story of a woman, uh, like a 10-foot woman. Like, you go down the, this was on a riverbank, I think. And guy, fishermen or guys, you know, they do night fishing, gigging, all that stuff, you know, but they would see in the distance a real tall, pale figure in a white dress soaking wet with long, dark hair soaking wet. Mm-hmm. And it would just get closer, closer. And as it got closer, it would be taller and taller. And then once it got a certain distance, it would scream and start coming at them like super fast. And, uh, and that just kind of reminded me of that story. Yeah. And uh, I was trying to remember if it had anything to do with like a loss of love or something like yeah. that or children. Uh, well, the big thing I was trying to get to with these stories is I know these are very short stories and I'm not getting into big detail in them, but it, it's that thought of sometimes an event can happen that is so tragic that it leaves a stain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that it leaves. A mark. All that energy built up. On the world, you know, or whatever. And, uh, you know, uh, it's like, the you know, the movie, sometimes they come back. Uh, Fuck yeah, uh, great movie, uh, by the way. Good good lead into that one. I like it. Um, But, you know, yeah, 100%, sometimes they come back. You know, he witnesses his brother die. And, like, um, and I guess what it boils down to, guys, is that love is a great thing, you know. We have our loved ones. We have love people is that, one of the strongest emotions ever. Well, what I was going to get at is, is that like, Wait, there's <clears throat> love, there's tragedy. Yes, exactly. Because I talk Where about there's it, love, there's hate. Well, not only that, but you know, when you love somebody, they're not always going to be there. Right. So one day they'll be gone. One time, one at some point, you're going to have to say goodbye. The scariest you know? thing to me, the scariest thing to me, my that I could ever imagine is something happened to one of my children. I know, I, I know I, it's kind of cliche and it's like, oh, well, if you don't have kids, you don't know it real. It, but I'm telling you, the love that you have for your child is fucking crazy. You think you love someone. I've been with my wife for almost 20 years. I never thought I would love anybody more than I loved her. 
right. like ever. And then you have a kid and your fucking life, it, it, the love that you have for your children is re unfucking real. It's, it's pure love. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But what I was going to say is, if some, that's love. It's the great thing, right? It is. Valentine's Day. It's all about love. But if something was to happen to your child or to your, your wife, mm-hmm. man, it My fucking, it, yeah. Well, true, yeah, but yeah, no, but I'm, your wife, I mean, yeah. it just it's it, it will send you into a fucking downward spiral. Oh, yeah, for sure, without a doubt. You know, and that's the thing, guys, is that you know this is a horror podcast or a creepy podcast. So we, you know, we want to bring, we want to give you guys a Valentine's Day special, but we wanted to let you know of how it's creepy or scary or just just you know macabre, really. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, Mistress of the Macabre over Ooh, there. Mistress. But, you know, love can be an amazing thing, and then love can be a fucking horrendous thing mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, you know? Um, you guys ever have anything weird happen to you on Valentine's Day? <laughs> what kind of weird are we talking about? Because I can tell you some fucking hey, stories. Okay. <laughs> that was a bad question to ask. Never mind. We're done here. See, there was this one time I was bent over this table with a mm-hmm. two fingers, and it was just a... Uh, oh, wait. Two in the pink, one in the stain. <laughs> Did I say two? Better make it three. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, guys, uh, we just wanted to give you a nice Valentine's Day special. This one's going to be out yeah. the day after, but, yeah. you know, it's all good. We love you all. We love it's you gonna guys. Be out the day before. Oh, day four. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Day four. So, early, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, we just uh, kind of want to do our own little spin on the whole love thing and which i thought was a good idea with the with the stories you know because also in reality guys love can transcend even death um you know love never dies love never dies man so we love you guys so that yeah, means our love for, sure. for you will never die huh. speaking of that i watched uh my bloody valentine today yeah. oh. when i watched the out- remake when it came out, did you guys ever see it in 3D? 3D, yep. Yes. Yeah. I actually have the 3D version of that. That's awesome. Hell yeah. It came with the 3D glasses yep. and stuff. Yep. Yeah. I didn't watch it in I 3D still have either. a fucking uh, Friday the 13th uh, part, part 3, three. Yeah. 3D. Yeah. Haven't even opened yet. Still got two pairs of glasses really? in it and everything. Yeah, I've, I've got that in the house. Fuck yeah. yeah. But yeah, guys. Maybe. Have you guys ever seen Valentine? Yes. Yeah. Oh, with David yeah. Boreanaz? Yeah. yeah. 2001. It was the same director that made Urban Legend. Oh, yes. I didn't realize uh-huh. that. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. it's got Denise Richards. Oh, oh! I guess we did know that because we talked about Urban Legend. Uh-huh. And we kind of brought that up. Denise Richards. I would have to say Valentine was probably my favorite. It's like Valentine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie. was a good movie. It was a good that one. Good. And the way they shot it, I mean, they had a good director. I, I fell in I, love with Urban Legend. So yeah. whenever I found out that Urban Legend did it, I was just like, huh? Hell yeah. 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 It was funny. I watched My Bloody Valentine today and I forgot how much death there is in that yeah, movie. It's there's like a lot of bloodshed. Somebody's getting killed. You know? <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. The was remake was good too. Heaven. The remake yeah. was good. Yeah. That's what I was watching was the remake. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah. But yeah, guys, it's getting late out here where we're at. Been getting a long time. It's getting late over here in our nice little red atmosphere we got going on what's oh here we go again yeah some bitch <laughs> but anyways guys thanks for all your support we happy happy you. valentine's day uh we love you guys oh, we didn't talk about my box we don't give a fuck about your box <laughs> <laughs> jt wants to talk about his box i want to talk about my box do it quick. man it's awesome so I uh I went to this uh, thing with my wife today. Her uh, the company she works for they volunteer their service to to at this um, oh it's like a swap meet thing for gas station memorabilia or whatever. It's it's called it's a gas, and uh, basically we go down and we're just we watch doors. You know we make sure people are stamped and you know either you know or have their wristbands on. Security. So security. 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 So uh, anyway, we go down there, and uh, they're like, oh, okay, hey, JT, we want you over at this door over here. Okay, cool. So I go over to that door, and I'm, I'm, I'm standing at the door, you know, and I'm kind of looking around, and I look over, and the table right in front of me 
has got a couple old wooden beer boxes sitting there. And one of them is an Anheuser-Busch beer box. And I'm talking antiques. They're old, you know. The one sitting right next to it, I see the logo on the front of it, and it says Falstaff. Now, I'm going to tell you guys, I am not a beer drinker by no means. But as soon as I saw that Falstaff, I was like, oh, my God, i got to go check that thing out and see. Are you Here's why that Falstaff this? beer box was so important to me. Falstaff was the company that took over for the Limp Brewing Company. And I've been fascinated with the Limp Mansion and the Limp family and their dynasty for forever. I mean, I, I just love that whole story behind that. And when I walked over to look at this box, I turned the side, turned and looked at the side of it, and it's got the limp emblem on the side of the box. And I was just like, "Oh my god, I I gotta have this thing." It's a sweet box. So I asked the guy. I said, "I said it didn't have a price tag on it," and I was like, "How much you want for that thing?" And and uh, he said, uh, he said, "Well, he goes." He goes, I'm asking 150 for it. And I'm like, oh, my God. That, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I can do that. And he said, I tell you what. I, he said, I'll sell it to you for 120 bucks." And I'm like, man, I don't know. Let, let me think about it, you know. And and so I stared at this box for like two hours, you know. Yeah. And, and somebody thing. else walked over and was asking him about it. And I yeah. was like, I was like, oh, my God. Box. Finally, I was like, yeah. all right. I walked over and I was like, all right. Will you take a hundred bucks for it? He was like, mm, I can't do that. He said, I paid a hundred bucks for it. Yeah. He said, I got to have one twenty. I'm like, all right, fine. So I gave him 120 bucks for it, took it out, put it in the truck. And he told me, he said, don't, he said, if anybody sees you carrying this thing out, do not tell them what you paid for it because I, I outbid a guy that's here for the same box and he, he'd be pissed if he knew I sold it to you for cheaper <laughs> than what, you know? And I'm like, okay, whatever, you know? So, uh, Anyway, I go, uh, I, I take this box out and I, I put it in the, put it in the truck and I go back in and later on in the day I walk by and I'm talking to the guy and, uh, he said, uh, he said, Oh, Hey, he goes, he goes, I got to show you this whiskey bottle that I got. And I'm like, whiskey bottle. Okay. What, whatever. You know, this is an old dude, you know, yeah. you know he's probably 70 something. You know? <laughs> and anyway, he pulls out his phone and he fumbles with it for a minute, and then he pulls up this picture of this uh, this uh, whiskey bottle. It's empty. It's you know old glass whiskey bottle with a cork in it. Yeah. And it's got a label on the front of it, and it's called the winner, and it's got a horse, like a jockey and a horse on it. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's kind of cool. He said, yeah. He goes, he goes here, but check it out. And you know, I kind of talked to the guy for a little while, you know, so we had talked about some different things, and he he kind of zoomed in on the picture. And I saw that it said St. Louis, Missouri on it. Jack Daniel Distillery. Dude. And I'm like, that's no, cool. sir, that, that's not right. And he's like, you know, I thought the same thing. This guy actually called the Jack Daniels mu Museum and asked them about it. And he sent the guy a picture of it. And the guy that ran the museum, he's like, no, that's got to be a fake. There's no, that's not real. Yeah. And so the... So the guy and the so the two guys, this old guy and the guy that at the museum, decided they were going to do some research together on this, and come to find out during Prohibition, Jack Daniel, Jack was you know yeah. he had opened up some distilleries in some other cities. St. Louis was one of them. Yeah, this was cool. a real bottle. That's awesome. Jack Daniel Distillery in St. Louis, Missouri. This guy paid twenty five bucks for this bottle. Okay. The guy at the museum told him he'd give him $100 for it. And the guy's like, well, I just bought it. He said, I think I'm going to hold on to it for a while. Yeah. Put this thing on eBay. Sold it for $2,600. <laughs> Dude. On a $25 invest. I was like, yeah, I'll take that. Let's yeah, seriously. <laughs> but I mean, with that box, I mean, so, you the, got so The interesting thing about that box is, is I bought it. Not because I'm into antiquing or collecting stuff like that. I bought it strictly for the memorabilia from something that was part of the limp history. History, guys. Know? Now, I did get online and start looking, and I've seen boxes exactly like that going yeah. on eBay for 295 bucks. Nice. So, you know what I, I got may out sit of this? on it for a while, and then I wouldn't sit on it. I'd probably break. Well, no, definitely won't sit on it's it. It's old. pretty old. It's old as hell. Pretty old and crumbly. 
But I'll, uh, I'll take a picture of it and put it up on our Facebook page. It's a kick-ass box, though. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. But you know what I got out of the whole story? There are a lot of people got in that place with no ba- no badges and no stamps. Yeah. The amount of time you're talking to that guy <laughs> here, man. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just go through that door over there. He's busy. <laughs> well, now that well, that was funny. the thing is that door that I was watching. There was not a single person ever walked bath- in and out of that door the whole day. It was the uh, girls' we were bathroom in a big door. auditorium. <laughs> yeah, we were in a big auditorium. There was like six other doors to get in there. Yeah, you yeah. know. So that's cool though. But yeah, it was just kind of cool. So I I got home with some uh, Lent Mansion memorabilia. Hell yeah, that's bad. And it's cool. That box is cool yeah. as shit. Like, so, it's got that cool patina to it. Yeah, I was pretty it. excited. The pretty age excited. and the history. Yeah, it's pretty damn cool, guys. All right. Yeah, anyway. We love you guys. Bye. Thanks for all your support. And uh, as always, man, you guys know where to find us at. Facebook, all those good places. YouTube. TubeUbe, all those good places, guys. Uh Oh, and hey, let's mention real quick. Uh, I just had a good conversation with a guy named Jeff Allen. Jeff Allen is the uh, guy who runs Cranium Radio. Cranium Radio. Uh, He is interested in uh, putting our show on their radio station. Freaking excellent. So you guys tune in. I'm going to send him some stuff uh, this week, and I think uh, we're not quite sure when it's going to play. He's trying to get the scheduling down, but But I think it's going to be Friday or Saturday night. We'll let you guys know. Uh, but we're going to be on Cranium Radio. So tune into Cranium Radio, guys. You haven't, if you're not check listening to out. it, go check them out. You'll be hearing us on there. Yeah. So uh, definitely check them out. Cranium Radio, guys. Uh, and thanks to you guys for putting us on there, for real. Yeah, definitely. Um, but anyways, guys, we're going to pop off here. It's freaking getting later and later. And my hemorrhoids are acting up. He's mm, got a flare-up. He's <laughs> got a flare-up going on. We love you guys. Thanks for the support. Yes, and, we love um, you. Please as always... Up, Until next time, keep it creepy.